closer to Christ. We believe that following Jesus is a journey and we want to help you through that journey any way we can. We pray that you grow in your walk with God through this message today. So prepare your heart and mind for this teaching by our lead pastor, Mike Wares. Hey, over the past six years, we of a church has given away over $78,000. It's gone to the Core Foundation and the Core Foundation ministers in Haiti. That $78,000 translates into half a million eggs and chickens. That sounds like a lot, but it's so much more than that. The Core Foundation works with churches, and in the churches are people who do not have jobs. The Core Foundation helps them to become chicken farmers that produces chickens and eggs that produce food uh, in a country where food insecurity is the normal uh, way of life. People just don't have food. And and so the farmers make a little bit of money from, from what they do. There's money in their pockets. They sell a great amount of the food to orphanages at a greatly reduced price so that, that, that children are getting food, getting protein that they wouldn't have gotten. And then some of that money they make goes back to the church as a, as a gift or a tithe or offering. So I, I say thank you because you're giving makes that possible. And it is changing people's lives in Haiti. So thank you and keep it up. Hey, we're going to do two things today that is going to make Satan really angry. And and I want you to understand that. First, we're going to pray. And second, we're going to get into his word. And Satan does not like that. So uh, let me pray and then we'll jump into this. Father, we come right now... uh, to you, the one who has uh, all wisdom and all power. And Father, we need both of those. We need both of those in our lives because uh, we are under pressure like the Hebrew people. We, 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 we are sometimes under persecution. We, we sometimes feel the weight of life. And Father, today I, I know as I speak, there will be somebody that is listening that lost their job. And they're wondering about how they're gonna pay rent. There's going to be that, that, that single mom, Father, that I know whose life is struggling right now, trying to work and watch children and, and, and make ends meet. And Father, there's that couple that, uh, who, whose marriage hasn't been centered on you and, and is dissolving. Father, there, there are, are those that I know that will hear today that are trying to numb the pain of all that is happening through ways that will never help. And Father, there are those that are just struggling to make ends meet. And I pray today that what we can do is pay attention to what we've heard from you, that we might have peace and that we might know you. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. We're in the book of Hebrews, and and the book of Hebrews, we don't know who wrote it, but but we do know that it was written to the Hebrew Christians or the Jewish Christians, and they were under a lot of pressure. Uh, They they were persecuted. Some had lost jobs. uh, Some whose families had turned their backs on them. It was just a hard time. And so as we read this, I want you to remember what we learned last week is that we need to listen to Jesus. And you're saying, well, what we're going to hear today, paying attention is the same thing. And what you're going to hear next week is the same thing because we're going to tell you to focus your thoughts on him. But last week I told you you need to listen because Jesus is the creator. He's the one that holds us together. 
And, and, and on top of that, he's the one that purifies us. So in just a second, when I read you the, 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 the scripture and the sermon and the sentence, there's this word, therefore, and it's because we need to listen to Jesus because he's the creator, the sustainer, and, and he is also uh, the one that purifies us. So the sermon and the sentence today, it, it, it's, uh, it is also our scripture. So listen to what it says. It says, we must pay the most careful attention, therefore, because we need to listen to Jesus, that's why it's therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. What they had heard, let me tell you what they had heard. They had heard the words of Jesus. They couldn't read them like we do because they didn't have the scriptures. Uh, and, and what they would do at night instead of watching TV or, or, or Netflix or, or, or surfing the web, I, I will tell you what they would do at night. They would simply sit around and tell stories about what they had heard and seen in Jesus. And so when he says pay more careful attention to what you've heard, he's saying pay careful attention to the words of Jesus that have made their way to you and make sure you are living them in your lives. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is not the original sermon I had. Our elders gathered to pray on Wednesday nights, and as we were praying, God kind of said to me, he says, go in a different direction tomorrow. There's some words of Jesus uh, that the people of Northridge need to hear. And so we're going to jump in. The first one is from Matthew 11 and 28. He says, come to me. This is an invitation. It's the invitation of Jesus, and he says, come to me. And, and then he uses a very important word, come to me all. Now, I, I happen to believe that word all means all. I, I don't think it matters how big your checking account is. I don't think it matters the color of your skin. I, I don't think it matters whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't think it matters whether you're gay or straight. I believe this invitation is for every single person, all. And it is an invitation for those that are weary and burdened to come to him. And this is the promise that he makes, I will give you rest. I don't know about you, but that word weary kind of resonates with my soul right now. I know so many of us are weary of COVID-19 the isolation that comes with that. I, I know that some of you all are weary because you've been the breadwinner in your family and you've been the school teacher in your family and you've been the principal in your family and the school board and the lunchroom person and the janitor and it has worn on you. And in this summer season, you become the camp director also that can wear you down. I know there are so many of us that are weary of the political garbage that, are going on, that is going on right now. I know there are many people that are just weary uh, from all that is happening in this world, and, and Jesus invites you to come to him. But there's also those that are burdened. There are those that are burdened. And I hope every single one of us are burdened by what we see happening in our country today. 
the way it is ripping it apart in so many different ways. I hope you are burdened for the people of color that are scared every day for their lives. I, I hope you are burdened for the, the people that are trying to protect us and, and they're worried for their lives. I, I hope you're burdened for the people that are losing jobs. I hope you're burdened uh, by the heartache that is out there. I hope you're burdened because you want to stand with Jesus and see lives changed. This is what I'm calling you to here. It, it's what Jesus says. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And I think as we come and we bow before him, his word there and we're giving him our burdens and we're giving him our weariness and we're accepting the rest that comes. I hope you'll turn to the right and I hope you'll turn to the left and see those that are there with you. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to what you've heard. Those are the words of Jesus. We go to John 13, 34, and 35. This is what Jesus says there. He says, a new command I give you. Now, there were 10 commandments that were really important in the Old Testament, but Jesus says, I'm gonna add one to it. It's a new command, and it's the command that counts. It is to love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Can I tell you how Jesus loved us? He crawled up on a cross and gave his life for us. He gave his life for every single person. He gave his life so that our sins could be taken away. He gave his life so that our burdens could be lifted that we couldn't carry. And he says, this is how people are gonna know that you are my followers, is that you love. He says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And, and, and that's not putting that in a word and saying, I love you. That, that's not shooting somebody an emoji or, 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 or something that will, will indicate uh, uh, how your heart feels. The love that he is talking about is the love that stands with him and ministers to people. And, and shows a love that lets them know they have value in the eyes of God. We got to do that. It, it's a love that, that means that, that we are standing with him trying to bring people together. It, it's a love that means that we are meeting needs that will show them. And we do it in the name of Jesus because that's how people will know who our king is. A new command. This wasn't a new thing. They've heard it before, but it had a new example. And it's a type of love that means that we'll give up our rights in order to show Jesus to other people. Let's keep on going. Jesus says in John 16, 33, he says, I've told you these things. Now, let me tell you what he's told them. 
in the, in the, in the chapters before, starting in, in John 14, if you read the, 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 the heading chapter uh, of the chapter of John 14, it says, Jesus comforts his disciples. Now, I don't know about you, but how Jesus comforts them is a little bit strange. He actually tells them this. He says, you're going to have trouble in the world. He says, he says, you're going you're gonna to be persecuted. You're going to be hated. You're, you're going to suffer a little bit. Now, I don't know about you, but <laughs> that's not really that comforting to me. But he says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. He's told us all those things that are going to happen, but he's also told us in that time that the Holy Spirit is going to come and the Holy Spirit is going to work in us. And if we are in him, that that we're going to have peace in the midst of it. But then he repeats this again. He says, in this world, you'll have trouble. Boy, those words are pretty true, aren't they? We see that today but we need to pay attention to what he says next. He says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Do you realize what he said there? He said, yeah, it's gonna get hard and you are gonna have trouble. But if you are in me, and we need to hear this, if we are in him, if we are standing with him, not if we are standing with any other group, but if we are standing with him, then we can take heart because we will march with him and we will overcome. I've told you these things so that you can have peace in me. In this world, you're going to have some trouble. But if you stand with me, you can take heart because we will overcome. The only answer to the mess that we're in is Jesus Christ and him alone. And that's where we must stand. Jesus' final words that he gave as he was leaving this world are very important ones. We find them in Matthew 28. And I'm gonna choose to pay attention to every single one of these verses because I need them in my heart right now. But as we look at this, it says, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. All authority. Remember what we learned last week, that Jesus was the creator that he is the one that holds all things together. He's the one that paid the price. That gives him authority. When he was on this earth, we saw the authority that he had. He he calmed the storm. He healed the sick. He chased the demons off. He he took food insecurity when there wasn't enough and made it more than enough. And, And he raised the dead. I believe that he has all authority. Okay? That's why we listen to him. That's why we pay attention to what he said. And then he says this, he says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. I've got to stop there because again, there's that word all, and I believe that means every single person. And in fact, it says all nations, and that word nations in the original language is ethnos. That's where we get our word ethnicity or ethnic. And that means absolutely that we are to go and tell every single person about Jesus because he is the answer. And then it says baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
And, and I believe that baptism is so hugely important because it says that's where I stand now. I stand with Jesus Christ. I stand as one who is there to make peace. I stand as one that is there to love. I stand with Jesus Christ, the answer to all the problems that we have. And then he says this, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded in you. What that really means is this, is to pay attention. It's, I, I, I want you to teach them to pay attention to what my word says. Teach them to pay attention that they can come to me with their burdens and their weariness and I will give them rest. Teach them to love one another. Teach them that, that they can have peace and hope for me. And so we teach them all of that. But then this is, this is something that this last part of the verse, every single one of us needs to hear. This is what it says. And surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We cannot do what God has called us to do unless we understand that he is with us. I cannot stand here and preach to you unless God is with me. I, I, I cannot do what God has called me to do unless he is with me. I, I, cannot, I, I cannot be the light that I need to be. I cannot be the salt that I need to be unless I understand that God is with me. He has all authority. He wants all people. And he calls us to himself. And it's going to be hard, but he's going to be with us. In these times that, are that we're struggling in right now, I would simply remind you that he is with you. Turn to him. Pay attention to him and do what his word says to do. Jesus, at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he says this. He says, those that hear my words and put them into practice are like a man who builds his house on a rock. That, that house will stand in the storm. What he's saying is those that pay attention, they'll stick around they'll be strong. A little bit later in Hebrews, in Hebrews 6 and, 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 and verse 19, it says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Remember where we started, Hebrews 2.1, we must pay the most careful attention to what we've heard so that we do not drift away Here's the secret. We have hope as an anchor. When you read the book of Hebrews, the word hope is a, is a pretty clear word. It, it means that something's gonna happen. If we hope for it, it's as good as done. And so he says, we have this hope. And let me tell you, if you go on and read in the following chapters about the hope, the hope is Jesus Christ. The hope is the one that has paid the price. The hope is the one that crawled up on a cross for our, our behalf. The hope is the one that reaches out to all people and loves them. The hope is the one. The hope is the one that, that, that will bring people together. That's where we've got to place our anchor so that we don't drift 
away. Now go back to that, what Jesus says, I am with you always. Today, I'm calling you to spend some time to the one that is with you always. And go and lay your burdens down. Go and give him your weariness and soak in the peace, soak in the rest, but ask him how you can show love to that neighbor of yours, to that person that's different from you. And then, and then do everything that you can to make peace because that's what Jesus brought us. And the peace that we have, it, it means that we would tell them about Jesus Christ. And so today, I'm calling you to go to the one that is with you always and spend some time with him and let him work in your heart. Father, thank you for reminding us to pay attention. And I ask, Father, that you will give us time today to spend with you to hear your voice, to hear what you have told us and to put it into action. Help us, Father, to be the answer in this world, to help make things right and to bring comfort and peace. For I pray this in the Prince of Peace's name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message. You can keep up with what's happening at Northridge on your mobile device through our Northridge Christian app. If you have any questions about Northridge, you can contact us at info at northridge.online.